Warning, this podcast is rated effed up for profanity, sexual violence, and potentially disturbing material. If I were you, I'd turn back now. Welcome, witches, to another week of the Macabre Academy. It's <laughs> it's me, Nerdy Witch, and I'm here with Brandy and Dexter. And our faces are painted to complete the house dare, paint your face like your house. So we're a little extra silly this episode. Also, we're all drinking. So I've got myself a brown bomber hard latte. Brandy's face paint. <laughs> I can't get over that. Like I love her rave face. I do Which too. I tried so hard. I'm so sad. It you know work. what? Same. Like I was so sad. I was like, oh, we just don't want to work today. It's fine. Well, you're allergic to everything. I attempted to go for goat, and I got Satan. That that was that was fine. Wait. So listen, I was telling um Dex after your video died and hated us that like clearly I don't learn my lesson from the radium girls because like I still don't look at what I put on my face and now I'm like red in the face and have hives so fun I'm <laughs> so Brandy learned to read the ingredients I'm still not gonna do it nope <laughs> so this week we've got a special treat because it's another Brandy centric episode you ready for this bullshit Okay, Brandy, it's it's your show. Take it away. Okay, so like, listen, I'm the serial killer queen. Okay, like we all know this. We're good because like mm-hmm. I could murder someone. Great, perfect. Anyway, so today we're gonna learn about the giggling granny, who like isn't scary because like it's just a grandma cackling at you. It's fine. She's this not is, scary. We need we need sound maiden. Just, just to frame this up for our sense of humor, to put in a clip of a giggling granny right about here. <laughs> just for a fact. Thank you. <laughs> so her real name was Nancy Hazel, and she was born in Blue Mountain, Alabama, and her parents' names were Jane and Lou Hazel. James and Lou Hazel. She was one of five kids with three sisters and one brother, and her father was extremely strict and borderline abusive. There was evidence that Nancy was conceived out of wedlock because her parents didn't get married until after 1905, and census records showed that in 1905, Nancy and her mother were living on their own. Mm, scandalous. Ooh, bad women. Mm, How dare you? It. She had a lot of trouble in school because her father made the kids miss a lot so that they could help with the farm work. And when she was seven, there was an accident on a train where the train, like, had to stop real fast. And this caused her to hit her head off of the seat in front of her. And that left her with severe headaches, blackouts, and depression. She tried to blame all of her murders on this instance. I call bullshit. I mean, same. Fucking psychotic bitch. (laughs) Like... I don't believe that's the reason. No, it was money driven and she's a bitch. I feel like it's incredibly easy to just just claim insanity to get away with things. Wait, wait, wait. Good plan. So listen, I've had like six concussions in my life. Does that mean I could murder someone and get away with it? No. How have you had six concussions? I'm a clumsy bitch. 
And I was in marching band. Fair. I twirled flag. I know enough people in marching band. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Six foot flagpole, right on the head, concussion. No. So wait, listen, fun story. My first concussion was playing it tag in gym class. And this kid pushed me just a little bit too hard. And I went face first into the bleachers, like slid across the floor, face first into the bleachers. Couldn't remember shit. I had a kid slam me face first into a brick wall while we were playing tag. Kids are fucking brutal, man. Like they're assholes. Anyway, so. Just know, we did make Brandy derail on this episode. Just a little bit. I'm sorry. Derail. Huh? It's a trick. Out of us. <laughs> oh, pun! Yes, it's <laughs> fucking bomb. So listen, her first marriage, she was married five times. Five. I can't even get married once, and this bitch <laughs> was married five times. Like, what the fuck? Listen, I did it once. I don't think I'll ever do it again. No, I'm saying well, are you- one and done. Are you yeah. planning on killing your husband? Because like I No, but I'm saying if at some point he's like, you know what, fuck this crazy bitch. <laughs> I'm leaving. No, he loves you. I don't think I'd do it again unless I find like a sugar daddy or something. <laughs> like a good looking sugar daddy. I would get a sugar daddy, but I don't want to have sex with you. Just give me money. Did I tell so, you like, guys about the time I dated the Armani model? What? Was he rich? No, yeah. you did not tell us this. <laughs> I mean, he's a model for our money. He's probably rich. No, um, right, rich right after, like, no, it was funny because right after Catherine's dad left me, I did some internet dating and I wound up on this Armani model who was an ex-retired uh, military. Ooh, okay. And he was trying to buy me like Prada purses and shit. And if you did know you me, it? I rock. No, I didn't want that shit. Bitch, I would have taken it and sold it. No, no. That's what my friends said. They're like, keep dating him. He's trying to buy you shit. Take the shit and run. And I'm like, no. He I'm had a, a bad problem person. with pills. Oh, uh, yeah, no. I, I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want this. You keep your money. You keep your good looks. That's fine. You're bad in the sack anyway. It was not, it was not a good See, deal. like, I'm fine with that. I just want a sugar daddy minus the sex. <laughs> like, good if luck. I can... If I can text you in the morning, like, hey, baby, and you send me, like, five grand, great. Hit me up. So I will text you, just, you every morning. you just need to get in touch with those people that get off on women who spend their money. That's what you need. She could be a good dominatrix. I think she could she be me the fuck up. I'm yeah. not touching you, though. No, you just you don't have to shit out of them. Yeah, you just have to humili- humiliate them. You'd be fantastic at this. Yeah. Guys, You're going to clean my kitchen up. with your tongue. <laughs> and then you're gonna and- pay me five thousand dollars <laughs> guys wait i can do that <laughs> i can do that Oh my God, you guys, life has changed drastically for all of us. Everyone's stuck inside, many with kids or pet underfoot, and the uncertainty of each and every day can cause stress beyond reason. So let's take some time to be kind and treat yourself, especially to some happy adult fun time. If you're looking for a book that draws you in and gets your blood stirring, I would like to call your attention to 
Strands of Solace, rewoven by Cheryl Sukachek. For all of you nerdy witches out there, this story unfolds with the classic feel of a Dungeons & Dragons campaign, an epic quest to recover a magic sword in a vibrant new world brought to you by a truly gifted author. Enjoy memorable characters with complex relationships and some scorching scenes that make it an adult playground. You might need to take a shower to cool down, or can you take the heat? Find this sultry tale only on Amazon and Amazon Kindle now. Okay, wait, let's get back on topic. We're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so. I can't. I'm thinking like granny now. I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> So her first marriage, okay, bitch one. was married five times. This is number one. She married a man named Charlie Bragg when she was 16. Steph did the math, and that's in 1921. Because math is not my thing. Mm, math and science. STEM, ladies. A plus G equals H. <laughs> a plus G equals H. Bitch, what math? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so her and Charlie met at the Linen Thread Factory where they both worked. They got married after dating for only three fucking months. Whirlwind romance. Like, that's like me marrying Steph right now. Could you? Yes, let's go. I mean, my brother decided to propose to his girlfriend, like, less than six months in. So, like, how old is his first girlfriend. Oh, honey, no. And he's 21. (sighs) See, uh, here's the thing. I'm not opposed to him proposing. I'm not. I absolutely adore his girlfriend. But, like, they got to wait to get married? Oh, yeah. They're waiting to get married, which I'm, I'm perfectly okay with. Here's my whole issue with it. Oh, they're no. both young. I remember what it's like to be young. I remember the kind of stupid shit you do and say when you're young and you're in a relationship. And I'm worried that one or both of them will do some dumb shit and it'll end so, the like- relationship prematurely because that's the kind of dumb shit young people do. That's fair. Because they don't just think through the arguments and go, okay, we did some dumb shit. Let's fix it. They just kind of randomly say, well, I didn't like that you do that. Fuck you. I'm leaving you. And then the relationship's over and it doesn't have to be. (laughs) True. But like, so Ryan and I have been together since, what, seven years ago? I'm 25. 2013. It's 2020. I was 19. I should know that because me and my husband have been together for six years. We were just commenting on this. So I was 19. I can't believe somebody has accepted being with me for six years. Listen, Ryan's been with me for seven years and everyone's like, when are you getting married? And I'm like, bitch, we're already married. Leave me the fuck alone. But like, also no, like put a ring on it and let's get the fuck married. Like, hello, I'm a catch. Hello. (laughs) fucking murder you that's, anyway. that's one way i got my husband because he was like making comments because my my brother's fiance figured out that he was gonna propose he just didn't know when and my husband's like oh well he already screwed up that i'm like well at least he proposed did he not propose to you nope fucking i do not bad. have an engagement what <laughs> our marriage was literally like a contract it's so funny we just kind of looked at each other we were like we should get married let's do this see i'm like ryan can we get married he goes bitch i already live with you what more do you want and i'm like you live with your mom you don't live with me like no 
topic look transitions smart hi this is all over the place because i'm a hot fucking mess so listen hot mess express <laughs> jump the fuck on bitches <laughs> so nancy and charlie got married when she was 16 after three months of dating charlie's mother insisted on living with them no bitch get the fuck out that's like my right mother-in-law now. next door that's a terrible no. idea i know and oh, like no. obviously this caused fights and charlie was like what it's my mom well i've lived with my in-laws listen i won't do it i love i love ryan's mom to death she can drink me under the table she goes out friday and saturday nights every night all night like literally until like i'll go to work at 6 a.m and bitch isn't home yet see like i could like Mm-mm. i've lived with my in-laws and i could Mm-mm. live with my in-laws again Oh, no, I would not. I don't think I could live with my own family, though. Now we know why she's a serial killer. She had her mother, mother-in-law mother breaking down her neck. That's fair. So, <laughs> they had four daughters. Four, four daughters girls. No. Over a four-year period. Oh, they were That's busy. That's too much vagina so in one house. One after, another, one after another. The stress of having four children and her mother-in-law living with them caused her to develop a drinking problem, and she began drinking ridiculously heavily I mean, like she same. shouldn't have been left alone same bro same. <laughs> so like i understand <laughs> so Shoot, neither, we know what happens when too many women are in one room right like get the fuck out i'll kill you so neither of them were happy could you imagine four no six women with like their uh their lady cycles syncing up from living together that yes because i've worked in the bakery Oh, oh, true. We were all synced. It was fucking hell week. Mm-hmm. No. Mm, nope. So neither of them were happy in the marriage. No, like you get you get too many women together and you go right the fuck back to high school. Yeah. That's bad. That's what we're good at. Women are brutal with each other. <laughs> we're fucking cunts. We're cutthroat. I'm a backstabbing oh, yeah. bitch. How did her husband handle all that? Is there any notes? Or are they just oh, fought? They fought constantly. Neither one was happy. And they both suspected each other of infidelity. Turns out they were both right. Ooh. Shit. In, yeah, right. So in 1927, they lost two of their daughters. What do you mean, air quote, lost? So, like, she murdered them. How? Poison. See? See, I told you guys. <laughs> no, she poisoned See? them for the insurance money. No, it wasn't shit happens. It was, I want the insurance money. And I don't care about these kids. That's what the fuck no, happens. shit happens. Anyway. It might be so, inappropriate shit, but shit happens. So then Charles t- left Nancy and was like, fuck this crazy bitch. And took their oldest daughter because he was afraid of both of their safety. Wait, did but, she get away with murdering them? Uh-huh. Because she poisoned them with rat poison. So it just looked like they got sick. And in the 20s, no one really, like, knew how to test for, like, rat poison or anything. Yeah, you don't investigate that. You just, look, there's a pile of blood. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, oh, they got food poisoning. They're sick. So then Nancy left and went home to Cedartown, Georgia, with her youngest daughter, Florin. So Charles left with the oldest daughter, but left her with the youngest one. It was like, yeah, you can live with your mom. She might kill you, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, neither of them are free of guilt. So that her second marriage, Charles is the only husband that she didn't murder, by the way. 
just a heads up. She's a fucking crazy bitch. So we're already two in. Two kids she murdered. Her second marriage was to a man named Robert Harrelson. Robert was a 23-year-old factory worker, and they met each other through the Lonely Hearts column in the paper. So, like, I'm assuming that's, like, online dating through the newspaper? It's the predecessor to uh, Craigslist. Oh, good plan, bitch. I like (laughs) (laughs) So. That's literally what that song's about. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it's about this uh, married couple that put wanted ads in the newspaper and end up meeting each other. (laughs) Oh, great. Which, in real life, that would not work. Like, if any actual married couple that was in a monogamous relationship did that and found out it was the other person they were talking to, there would be a fight. Oh, fuck yeah. It wouldn't just murdered. end with, oh, it's so sweet and romantic. I didn't know these things about you. It's wonderful. It'd be like, motherfucker, you were cheating on me. You were oh, going to cheat on cheater. me. It doesn't matter if it was me and I was going to cheat on you, but you was going to cheat on me. Okay, so Robert would write her romantic poetry, which is so sweet. That is. And she would send him cakes. Cake. Yeah, she'd be like, here's a cake for your poetry. Thanks. Love you. I, mean, oh, I that love that. Would be cute. I love that. But probably not. But this is but this woman has already married her two children, so I'm seeing some straight sweetie Todd shit. He doesn't know that. It could it could it could have ended well. Yeah, I mean this one lasted a lot longer. So they well, met and got good. married in nineteen twenty nine. So that would make her how old? If she was twenty one 24. 24. Okay, cool. She was born in 1905. Yeah, great. Math. Yeah, math. Good good thing one of us can do fast math. Right? This is why we love you. Anyway. This is what my college education got me. Quick math. Yeah, Yeah, I'm done with that shit. It's been too many years. So after a few months, she found out that he was an alcoholic and had a criminal record for assault. Oh, violent. Yeah. Good man. No, not sexy. What is wrong with you? Do I need to beat you? Like, are you okay? (laughs) Like, she was drinking regularly with her first marriage and murdered her two children. Yeah. She can't say shit. (laughs) Listen, it's okay if I do it, but if you do it, you're wrong. No, like... Yes, you're wrong. I'm right. Yes. Bullshit. Yes, you're bullshit. (laughs) So, anyway... Their marriage lasted 16 fucking years. God damn. Go them. <laughs> I told you it was a long one, Justine. But don't worry. Things took a turn for the worst when in 1945. Well, yeah, we still got three husbands to go. <laughs> yeah, but for this man, this poor man. So in 1945, what happened then, guys? Do you know? World War II. I'm guessing she killed him. Well, good job, Steph. Fuck you, Justine. <laughs> World War II ended, so people were celebrating. People were getting drunk. What the fuck do we do when we get drunk and we have a criminal record for assault? We rape our wives. We what? We rape our wives. That's how he celebrated the end of World War II? Let's rape yeah. a bitch? He got heavily drunk. Too? Yeah. He got heavily drunk and he raped her. So, after the rape, she decided that he had to go. And for anyone that doesn't know this, yes, you can be married to someone and still get raped by them. If I tell you no, it's still no, you dumb bitch. Anyway. sense a thing. So, after the rape, she decided this bitch gotta go. And she poisoned the whiskey well, yeah. that he drank. Yeah. 
well, fuck you too, but she poisoned his whiskey with rat poison. So that's her third victim. Okay, I'm not going to lie on that one. I don't blame her. Right, like, he totally deserved that one. I don't condone it. I just don't blame her. (laughs) Oh, I condone it. Did you know that women are most likely to murder by nonviolent means such as drowning and poisoning? Those are the number two. But men are more likely to strangle their wives. Oh, oh God, what's the line? Poison is a woman's something. Who else watches Game of Thrones? Wait, you cut me off to not finish the quote? Poison is a woman's <laughs> weapon. So listen, I watched only halfway through Game of Thrones. I only cared up until they killed jo- Joffrey. Is that how you say it? After that, I didn't care anymore. Because I didn't... Oh, no, The Red Wedding. I watched that. After that, I stopped caring. I wanted to play the Reigns of Castamere at my wedding. <laughs> That's fair. Fuck it up. I wanted Was to play cool against no, but we decided that there were not enough people that were going to be at the wedding. That understood. Because <laughs> I seriously wanted to, like, close the doors, play Reigns of Castamere, and make, like, this whole thing out of it. I could see you doing that. So her third marriage, we're on to three husbands now. His name was Arlie Lanning. They met, once again, through the Lonely Hearts column. And within three days, this bitch got married. What am I doing wrong? That's a thing. What am I doing wrong? It's been seven years. Is it because I won't have sex? I was going to say, like, (laughs) the fact that you won't have sex, it's a little surprising. You actually want to get married. I've decided you're definitely asexual, Brandy. I just want to wear a pretty white dress. (laughs) I have my grandmother's wedding dress and her wedding ring. So, like, I have a ring, I have a dress, I have a boyfriend. Why am I not married? Why don't you just come to Vampire Ball with me this year and wear a pretty white dress? That's what I do. (gasps) I'll do it because I definitely need a reason to wear my wedding dress again because it was expensive and pretty. Wait, can I wear a prom dress? Yeah. Vampire Ball is an event held by House Acros here in Pittsburgh. And you are supposed to get dressed up because if you're not dressed up, they won't let you through the door. Bitch, we're going. In fact, the head of House Akros agreed to do an interview with us as well. He is a vampire living in Pittsburgh. Guys, we're going. I have so many prom dresses. Wait, why do you have so many prom dresses? Well, you see, I went to a lot of proms. Listen, I barely made it to my own. (laughs) So, yeah, I just really like big pretty dresses so anyone that asked me to prom i said yes especially if they went to a different school so i could buy a different dress well you're lucky because the only reason i went to a prom is because i was like well this is something you're supposed to do because nobody asked me oh i took my ex-boyfriend to my senior prom and pissed off his current girlfriend nice so like listen he agreed to go to prom with me and then like a month before prom we broke up and i was like bitch i bought the tickets I bought the dress. My hair appointment is set and my nail appointment is set. You are fucking going to prom with me. And he goes, want to bet? So I called his mom. (laughs) (laughs) So his mom was like, bitch, you're going to prom. She paid for everything. He goes, fine, I'll go to fucking prom. And then his current girlfriend was like, I can't believe you're going to prom with your ex-boyfriend. And then we had sex on prom night. And I was like, have a nice life. Okay. (laughs) I want to know about the giggling granny. I want to hear that story. (laughs) Please. So Arlie, her third husband, 
was an alcoholic and a womanizer. But this time, it was Nancy who was gone for long periods of time and had affairs. When she was home, she played the loving, doting housewife. But when he died unexpectedly of heart failure, Mm. poison, the entire town showed up to show their support. Arlie left the house that they were living in, not to his wife, but to his sister. Well, of course. Of course, because, like, fuck his wife. But before his sister could take, like, custody, not custody, you know what I mean, of the house, it was burned down. Wonder who the fuck burnt that down? That's some shit I would do. (laughs) Real shit, though. And because of some weird loophole, the insurance money for the house went to Nancy. Perfect. So once again, she got the insurance money for his death. She got the insurance money for his house. Hmm. And before she left the state, she killed his mother. Perfect. And then she drove to her sister's house and killed her as well. Her sister? So many, her sister. So we're up to one, Why? two. Why? Why? Fuck her sister. They didn't give me an explanation. They just killed her sister. Probably because she had insurance money out on that bitch, too. Maybe her and her sister just didn't get along. Listen, I understand that one. So then her fourth marriage was to a Richard L. Morton. And they met when she joined the Diamond Circle Club. And I don't know what that is. Probably some hoity-toity society club. I mean, that's kind of what I thought. Because, like, Diamond Circle sounds like you a fancy bitch. That sounds like some casino shit. Oh, but you still could be a fancy bitch. Well, yeah, because normally if you're going to be part of the High Rollers Club, you got to have money. True. So before she killed Richard, she killed her own mother. This bitch had no reasoning. I'm sure it was insurance money. She was just like, I'm just going to kill her. It's fine. I think she just likes killing people. I mean, same. So she killed her own mother. And then three months later, she killed her husband. How has nobody caught her yet? They're getting there. This one's the one that gets her. So then she got married for the fifth and final time. At this point, she married a man named Samuel Doss. And this was in June of 1953. Doss was a clean-cut, church-going man, and he disapproved of the romance novels that she loved and also disapproved of her, like, writing into the Lonely Hearts column because, like, bitch, what you doing? We're married. Go the fuck away. So then in September... So they got married in June. They lasted until September. He was admitted to the hospital with flu-like symptoms. The doctors, yeah, the doctors determined that he had a severe tract infection, and they treated it and released him on October 5th. She killed him on October 5th, the exact same night, because she was in a rush to collect the two insurance policies that she had taken out on him. This is the one that gets her caught. Because his sudden death alerted the doctor and they ordered an autopsy. Well, the, duh. Right? Like, you dumb bitch. So the God damn, autopsy, some common sense. Yeah, they finally did. It took until the 50s. Come on. So the autopsy showed... I mean, her! Oh, yeah, no, she's dumb. She just wants money. Duh. Give me money. She use common sense! <laughs> yeah, no, she doesn't have that. So the autopsy showed that there was a huge amount of arsenic in his system that could have killed him, like, two or three times over. So, So like, bitch, oh, yeah, bitch overkilled him. So this is the one that got her caught. But there's a couple more deaths. Her oldest daughter's name was Melvina. So her oldest daughter to her first husband, the one that he took away. 
she gave birth to a child named Robert Lee Hayes. After the child was born, Malvina thought she saw Nancy stick the baby with a hat pin in the head and kill it. Oh, and those in the hat soft pins spot? were like huge. In the soft spot. So, I'm sorry, trigger warning. I'm sorry. It's too late. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, um, oh my God. So Maiden, <sighs> put in a trigger warning because I'm a piece of shit. Let me tell you why this <laughs> freaks me out. I'm a piece okay. of shit. I'm sorry. Uh, let me just tell I saw you. your face. The funny part was the too late. <laughs> I mean, I saw her face and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Joe, when I Evelyn was born, the baby, the cute little two-year-old, right? Yeah, the cutie pie. Yeah, he used to put his finger on the soft spot of her head Why? so he could feel her pulse. And he thought it was great. And I was like, don't fucking touch the soft spot. And he he wasn't hurting her. He just gently would place his Yeah, head. but like, don't touch that spot. Oh, my God. And it used to freak me out. So I never yeah. touched my kid's soft spots. So for yeah, you to sorry. tell me some fucker took a giant pin without a warning and shoved it through that shit to murder a tiny baby. Oh, my God. Because those hat pins were big and, and dangerous and pointy. Yeah. Why was that the most detail? Like, none of the other murders <laughs> had that much detail. Because she, it was just a little bit of poison. They died. She poisoned everyone like else. Just, she point. This was the one that she decided that she wanted to fuck up the most. She poisoned everyone else, Ooh, baby. So listen, Malvina couldn't be sure if it was just her being exhausted and groggy from just pushing a child out of her being fucking a mother. vagina. No, pushing a child out of her vagina. Fuck that shit. Or if her mother actually killed the baby. Could you imagine not knowing if the child just died or Wouldn't the hole it? in the head be like a good indicator? How do you not explain that? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's I pretty goddamn thing. obvious. Unless she poked it like in the eyeball or like in the ear where like you didn't see a hole in the head, but I Yeah, cuz otherwise be, like there there'd be a hole, like there'd be obviousness. Yeah. Because like my logic is, oh, I'm going to poke it in the like soft spot like Steph said and like that's going to kill it instantly. But like if you poke it far enough in the ear, I guess you could poke it or like if you poke it in the eye, like give it an ice pick lobotomy with a hat pin. You guys need to stop. I'm sorry, okay, I'm done. Bye. So do you want to know baby. how much she um, collected from the life insurance policy? On a baby? Not a lot. On a baby. Why I mean, baby? it was back then. $500. Not a lot. I was going to say, not a lot. <laughs> she got $500 for murder. Like, then it was probably a lot, but that's not a lot. Yeah. Oh. Okay, we're done with the babies now. Oh, so I can't take no more. Moving on, where we are no longer making the the only mother sick. I'm sorry. So she was arrested after killing Samuel Doss after the doctors found the arsenic. So Nancy confessed to killing four of her husbands, her mother, her sister, her grandson, and her mother-in-law. So that's four, five, six, seven, eight, eight people? Yeah. I don't know. Was I supposed to be keeping track? I fucking counted it. It's fine. Calm your titties. So, the the state of Oklahoma only centered their case on Samuel Doss. They didn't care about the other ones. Because why the fuck do we care about the other ones? We just care about this one that she got caught with. Yeah, she confessed to the most recent. Well, she confessed to all the other ones. Charge her with those. They're just like, nah, they're fine. So, the prosecution found her mentally fit to stand the trial. And she pleaded guilty on May 5th, 1955. She was sentenced to life in prison. And you want to know why she didn't get the death penalty? Why? Because she's a woman? 
because she's a woman. Who dubbed her the giggling granny? I don't know. Nowhere explained her name. But, like, I'm so glad I looked into this because, like, I needed to know and I don't know now. But, like, this bitch was crazy. She died in the hospital ward of the Oklahoma State Prison of Leukemia. That's not so, like, suitable. She needed no, something. She suffered a little bit. No, she's like rectal say, like, cancer. I don't know like, because what? like that that is something where you would have suffered, but I feel like there could have prison? been like a little bit more just Yeah, but like prison isn't gonna give you the meds to like keep you comfortable. They're just gonna let you die. I know, but I kind of feel like there could have been a more fitting punishment for her. I mean, she could have got the death penalty, but she's a fucking woman and they won't kill us. Like, not clearly. even the death penalty, but, you know, somebody could have shanked her in the head in prison or something. Dude, I wish. But she was never charged with the other deaths. So she got away with killing seven people. Jesus Christ. Right? Like, you fucking bitch. Where did you hear about this story from? Um... Murderpedia. I mean, the last two weeks I've been trying to like find like different serial killers and stories to do, and twice I've come across the giggling granny and had to skip over it so I don't spoil this episode for myself. Wait, I'm not kidding. The website is really Murderpedia. Which well, I believe you because there's a Wikipedia too with witches shit. Yeah, no, it's Murderpedia. There's also a and I was like, one. I fucking love this because like that's my new favorite website. I need you to know. So all your 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 whole story came from Murderpedia. Yes. <laughs> Hold on, let's see if I can find why Nancy Hazel is called. I don't care about Nancy Pelosi. Named the get not guggling. Oh, what is fucking wrong with my hands? Doesn't help that I'm drunk. I'm not drunk enough, I feel. That's fair. Okay, so she was known as the Giggling Granny, the Lonely Hearts Killer, the Black Widow, and the Lady Bluebeard. Bluebeard. The the Black Widow and the Lonely Hearts Killer makes sense, because a lot of women that kill their husbands are known as Black Widows. So, like, the whole reason she killed all these people was for money. And, like, but you didn't even get that I much I mean, money. it's not the first time. Yeah, but, like, still, you fucking whore. I mean, there was a, a group of guys. I don't remember the time period, but um, it was during a time when a lot of um, research was being, um, a lot of bodies were needed, like, dead bodies were needed for medical research. Oh, yeah. So these, so these two guys would put out ads to rent out houses or rent out rooms. And then they would kill the people and then sell their bodies to science. Oh, I would do that. Like that was their whole thing. Oh, I would do that so hard. I'd be like, hey guys, like I just need to like rent this room. And then you'd buy the room and I'd be like, I'm going to fucking murder you now. And I think, I think part of the whole way it ended is because one of the guys in this partnership suspected the other one of killing extra people and collecting the money for himself rather than splitting it with his partner. That's fair. I would also do that. That's why you don't go into business with people. <sighs> so Next, I'm do done. You, do you have a good phobia for this one? I do actually and I got a lot of, I, got I a, need it I, to be the fear of hat pins. 
No. Because now Steph is starting. I'm so sorry. Okay, so while I have found some, like, oddly specific phobias, I have not found that one yet. But I did get some pretty good information on this because I knew you guys were probably going to ask questions. Oh, good. I'm glad. Okay, so, and again, excuse my pronunciation of these phobias. I didn't fucking name them. You're trash. That's why. Next. Go. Panda. (laughs) Wait, if you guys would have just seen the face she made, it was fantastic. I thought I was going to die. But she's that far away and she can't drive or see. So I'm safe. Ha ha. But I still know where you live. Um, For now, I'm moving in a month. True. And I know where you work. Okay, so the phobia for this one is gerontophobia. G-E-R-O-N-T-O-phobia. Fear of age-related self-degeneration or a hatred or fear of the elderly due to memento mori. A memento mori is an artistic or symbolic reminder of the inevitability of death. The expression memento mori developed with the growth of Christianity when emphasized heaven, hell, and the salvation of the soul in the afterlife. Boom, bitches. So you're afraid of the old people? Yes, basically. I mean, that's fair. I felt that was oddly specific for this one. It's extremely specific. Like, I literally Googled fear of the elderly. I mean, you're safe as long as you're not her husband. And she can't take out a child. Listen, if she can't take out an insurance policy on you, you're safe. It's fine. Can I, wait, hold up. Questions for the do- adults here. So not Dex? No. Can I take an insurance policy out on Justine? No. Fuck you, Brandy. <laughs> so, like, listen. Not that I'm going to, but, like, could I take an insurance policy out on my roommate? No. You have to be, like, related or married, too. Do I get married? <laughs> Ask Ryan. No, that's too much work. I'm like, he's never going to move out of his mom's house. I'm going to be single forever. But you're not single. You're just going to be unmarried forever. Yeah, there is a difference between single and unmarried. I'm going to be a spinster. This is why I'm the fun drunk aunt. Just so we all know. Me too. Austin told me I was his best friend on Sunday. But that's just because I refuse to have small offspring. You know what I don't refuse to do is non-offensive dares. Okay, my darling witches, it's time for your weekly non-offensive dare. You must be a Patreon to participate so you can earn points for your house. Each month, the house with the most points gets to vote on weekly non-offensive dares, topics of future episodes, and so much more. Each week, Once you've gotten your dare, you must safely and creatively complete a post on social media so that we can see that you've done the task. You can tag us at Twitter at Macabre Academy, or you can tag us on Instagram at The Macabre Academy, and you must include a hashtag with your house name to obtain the points. The world is a fucked up place. These dares are designed to bring silliness and random acts of kindness into the world. You must safely complete your dare. If you are unsafe, your points will not be counted. You can also earn additional points for your house by being the first to submit episode corrections to us at themacabacademy at gmail.com. 
com. Also, if we use your ideas or stories in a future episode, more points may be awarded. Let's return to the podcast to see what your weekly non-offensive dare will be. Oh, yes. good times. Am I going to break out in hives again? Let's oh. hope. <laughs> Probably. These are the supposed to be safe non-offensive dares for the record. Nothing is safe when I'm involved. Ooh, look, guys, I got new glasses. Do you like them? Tell me if you like them on the Patreon. You have to join to look at my glasses. They're really cute. Well, we talked about this. It's $5. It's a cup of coffee a month. Join and Patreon. you can see my face. Look how cute I am. All right. What's our next dare, guys? I need a number between 1 and 100. 95. We already did 95. That was episode 1. 98. You did. We did that. That was episode 6. 13. Paint your face. 13. We did that one. That was a different episode. 10. 12. All right. How about I just pick one in the middle? Because you guys are really bad at picking numbers. 55. 55. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. 55. Oh, okay. she got really excited. I got really excited. Will you stop that, you fucking weirdo? <laughs> I can't help it. My husband will leave me alone. All right. Oh, ready? That's your husband. Hi, husband. Yes. Hi, husband. All right, guys. You ready for your non-offensive dare? Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Okay. I dare our Patreons to a pillow fight. Yeah. Justine, hit your husband now. Or build, or if you do not have a person which to pillow fight, a epic pillow fort is also acceptable. Justine, hit your husband now. Can I hit? I dare you. Can I pillow fight strangers? (laughs) No. You can pillow fight your husband. Yeah, he is right next to you. He is. Just hit him. Just hit him real fast. He can't hear us, can he? No. Just hit him. No, right. but I am going to let him know that my friends are suggesting I hit him. <laughs> With a pillow. Tell him knows. pillow. Pillow fight. Take your headphones out and tell him it's a fucking pillow fight, you dumb whore. <laughs> All right, what did Booty... <laughs> Guys, what did we learn this week? <laughs> that Justine's a dumb whore? <laughs> I am not... <laughs> You guys are awful to each other. <laughs> but we no, love each other. No, no, no. Correction. Brandy is awful to me. Justine, it's how I show you that I love you. I know. You must not love me because I don't get you, called dumb whore. Steph, I love you, you in a different way. You need the soft love. Justine needs to be beat upside the head. Right? Like, that's why she gives me all the extra work at work. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, oh, fuck, trigger warning. I just made Steph almost cry. Because I don't cry over this stuff. No offense, Listen. Steph. I love you. Oh, oh Justine. You have, you have much more emotion than I do. Wait, I just thought of something really awful. Oh, tell no, me. The episode's supposed to be over. But can I tell you when we stop recording? No, you might as well say it now before we end. Go ahead. Listen, though. Ready? Yes. I pick lobotomy, but with a rotisserie yes. chicken skewer. <laughs> nope. On that note, we're going to leave. <laughs> this week's done. Bye, witches. Bye, Bye witches. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>